Welcome to a new and improved edition of Boys Will Be Boys. We fired Ben. We hired my son. Anthony Joseph Catelli is here. Uh, he doesn't speak. He kind of is just going to drool in the background of this episode. But a, a significant improvement over Ben. Wouldn't you say so, Zach? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a long time coming. <sighs> Finally. I've always wanted my legacy to be on this podcast, and so it comes to pass. But at least he joins us on a, a celebration episode. I'll tell you what, man, I was not expecting to be in good spirits after this game. Uh, no, I actually made the conscious decision to not watch the first half, uh, which I highly I regret. saw that. Yeah. I first half was fun. Play. That's when all the cool shit happened. Yeah, that was the best half. Yeah. But I still got Second to half was win. a slog. That's true. Maher, who continues to like kind of surprise the shit out of I mean, me, he's being very clutch and consistent. I know, I, I never had any doubts on Maher. I was always a big <laughs> Maher fan. Like, I never thought, even thought we should get rid of him. So, you know, this is what I expect. It I, is really funny how reactionary the NFL is as a sport, though. Like, like in, I feel, and maybe this is every sport, and I just only pay this much attention to football, but I feel like, you know, if uh, LeBron gets hurt and goes out for a week, and some other guy comes in and has like a pretty good time. They aren't like, hey, should this guy start over LeBron? You know what I mean? Like, but that happens yeah. in football. And I'm there are dead serious people walking around right now being like, dude, should Rush be QB1? And I'm just like, man, like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad he didn't lose the game. He could have easily lost the game. Like there were he almost multiple did times where he, he like dudes in both hands, which should have been interceptions. That uh drive i think it was uh beginning of the fourth that did end in uh interception it was scaring the yeah. shit out of me because that was like four times that it almost turned over before it did Parmi just wanted yes. them to just kick a field goal right there but <sighs> dude I'll, and i'll tell you the other uh big surprising astonishment from this game is noah brown quietly becoming like the number one receiver on the dallas cowboys for a week um this is a guy that has played for the yards He's played for the Cowboys for like five, six years. I think he came. I think he joined the same year Zeke did. I think they were teammates at Ohio State. Oh wow! And Noah Brown has had like he's averaged like six or seven catches a season. And every year, people are like, "Oh, is this guy gonna like finally get cut? Are they finally gonna find someone better than this dude to be like receiver number five? But the word on him has always been like, you know, like the coaches love this guy, like. He shows up, he works his ass off, he does everything you'd want a guy that is never going to see the field to do. Um, which is, you know, the story of Terrence Steele, it's the story of Cedric Wilson, it's the story of a lot of these kind of like eventual, you know, success stories that the Cowboys have had within the organization. And I'll be honest, man, as much shit as I've given Noah Brown and as much shit as I've given Kellen for using Noah Brown, you know, part of me was like very happy for Noah when he caught that touchdown on on Sunday. Oh, yeah. That was a long I mean, time coming, man. Uh, he was our leading receiver, and the uh, Ben joins us just in time for the Noah B Love Fest. Wow! You know, welcome. Uh, or I guess I should say uh, thanks. Thanks for welcoming me on, boys. Sorry for late. You know, um, if we're starting at Noah Brown, then you know things must be going way better than 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 i expected if we're if we're giving out praises but you know what noah b is statistically just about as good as Devonte adams so i can't really talk can i just that. say that uh as far as my son's concerned as long as he's been alive noah brown's the best wide receiver 
the Cowboys have ever had to him. Like, you know, I think, he's never he's never seen a Cowboys receiver better than Noah Brown in his life. I think you were harsh on CD last week, and I think what you what, what you didn't give him enough credit for was he was trying to give Noah B some 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 shine. You know, he's he's CD's just he doesn't like to be the main star. You know, he's got the eighty eight. I know, but he he really just wanted he really wanted Noah to have this moment. So, oh, see, I I think it's the opposite. I think he was putting too much pressure on himself trying to live up to the play of Noah B and you know, he just, everyone can't be a transcendent star like Noah Brown, you know, dude. Like there are people like, born for the spotlight. It's like what D Wade told LeBron for them to be great. He's going to have to lead them. And I think CD grabbed Noah Brown. He said, Hey, for this receiver room to be great, you're going to have to lead us. You're going to have to be that guy. And, uh, credit to credit to Noah Brown, who, uh, who, who, who showed out baby first touchdown hey, in, all, in all seriousness, me and me and, Zach were just saying this, like, this is a dude that is he's kind of followed the path of a thousand of these, like, late-blooming Cowboys, kind of pet cat, five-year guys. Um, Terrence Steele, Cedric Wilson, like, this dude has been, the story on him in camp and whatnot has always been that he's just, like, beloved by the coaching staff, works his ass off, great locker room guy. Every, he does everything that everyone, you know, in the front office wants him to do. And so part of me was super happy to see this guy catch a touchdown after I, because I was saying, didn't he get like, didn't he join the team the same year Zeke did? Weren't they teammates at Ohio State? <laughs> yeah, he was a seventh round pick. He's been here. He was here before Amari got here and he outlasted Amari Cooper. That's nuts. Like that should say, he's the oldest wide receiver in our receiving room, by the way. So like we kind of joke, they really are young. He might be the veteran in that, that group, which is so Dude. nuts. <laughs> Super funny m n note on uh, Amari Cooper. When we did the Amari Cooper trade, uh, a guy that sat next to me at work spent the whole day making fun of me because he was a Giants fan. And he was like, dude, I can't believe you guys give up a first for Amari Cooper. He's a fucking bum, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there are differing opinions on how the Amari Cooper trade turned out. I would say it turned out pretty successfully. But I, I sent you this today that uh, Kenny Galladay – he has a dead – he is on the Giants. They're paying him a $72 million contract for four years. He has a dead uh, cap hit this year of $31 million, the most of any wide receiver in the league. He played two snaps on Sunday. He's, he's not hurt or anything. He just played two snaps. He was not targeted on either of them, and for the year so far, he has two catches for 22 yards. That has got to be one of the worst free agent signings in recent memory. I remember it being really puzzling when they made it, and it turned out to be pretty bad. You know, the flip side of, and I'm not letting Stephen and Jerry off the hook, but the flip side of being conservative in free agency is being just, hey, man, look at all this cap space we have. We should just go fucking nuts. And I know the Mavs have done that before. Just just pay a bunch of mid to average players well, like it's, top it's of the, the market classic, line. Uh, right it's the classic video game approach, right? You're like, I need wide receivers. So you go to wide receivers and sort, sort by, by overall. overall. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, okay, this dude's the best wide receiver. Well, that guy might be ass. Like it might, it might be a terrible year for wide receivers. And Kenny Galladay was a dude that had managed two pretty decent seasons with Matt Stafford throwing him the ball in Detroit and then had an awful year. And then they were like, bring him to New York let Danny Dimes throw to him and that'll fix his problems. And it turns out being in Manhattan with 72 million bucks and Danny Dimes being your trigger man does not an all pro season make for Mr. Kenny Galladay.
you know, say what you will about Matt Stafford. He gets guys paid. And I know Megatron was crazy, but Cooper Co- Cooper Cup is was probably really good regardless. But goddamn, Matt Stafford, if you're if you're his number one target, you're getting a fucking paycheck. That's for sure. I feel like Matt Stafford. Kenny after, Galladay get an 84 mil. After watching that uh, Jeter documentary we were talking about, I feel like Matt Stafford's got a little bit of that Kenny Powers in him, you know? Like I feel like he goes out in the huddle. He's like, listen, boys, I'm going to be honest. My shit's electric tonight. I'm just going to let it ride, all right? I'm gonna go out there and sling it. <laughs> I'm gonna let the python out of the cage tonight. All right, boys. He looks at Odell. He goes, "Eh, fuck that. We're, we're running goes, baby." Because we need to put this on. We need to put this on tape. Are, aren't we? Uh, are we running a slant pattern? You see that fucking Make a Wish kid in the first row of the end zone? I'm gonna nail that kid in the fucking forehead if you don't jump high enough. All right. <laughs> uh. But no, so yes, the Cowboys do emerge victorious. Uh, do, are the Cincinnati Bengals just in full free fall from the Super Bowl hangover mode? Like these yes. guys went yes. from the the young future of the league with Joe Cool and Jamar to back to back pretty ugly losses to backup quarterbacks. Yeah, they signed they the- four free agents for their uh, offensive line. And it's so much worse than it was last year. Man, Lel Collins with the quote of the century with your new bodyguards in town. No one's touching you. Thank God. All right, all right. I may have had to eat some slight crow as as Goat apologized to everybody for Amari Cooper slander, but I was steadfast on I don't give a fuck that they cut Lel Collins. And everyone's like, oh, no, now we bet we wish we had Lel Collins now. That guy got fucking handled. He's been handled two straight weeks. He's a part of an offensive line that's giving up two sacks a fucking quarter. So I don't want to hear shit from Cowboy fans about L. Collins. This is not defending L. Collins. He has had to go up against what I would consider the two best defensive pass rushers in football. In sure, TJ Watt, and, I also heard how good he was. So like, yeah, for if sure. You want to say he's, if you want to say he's an average offensive lineman, I will hear you out. If you wanted to say, look how good he is, he just got fucking torched. He was getting top five right tackle money to stop guys like that. And he got Can, can we talk about how Micah Parsons is just a fucking <laughs> different kind of animal, dude? Like this dude is uh, yeah. on pace for 30 sacks right now. I tweeted um, from our official account, which, by the way, for those listening, BWBB pod uh, during the game. And I said, yep, this is our weekly Michael Parsons is good at football tweet. And it's like just schedule it every first quarter of every game because he's going to do something that you're just like, oh, yeah, that guy's the best player on the field. He might be. It's absurd. I don't know how like super. Look, he has more sacks through 18 games than anyone in the history of football. More than LT, yeah. more than Alden Smith, he's more not than even a, Reggie White. More he's than, not even a full-time pass rusher. So that and that's the scariest part is that this dude is. This is like someone fucking. Imagine if there was a guy like you know how like we have these football players where it's like, yo Russell Wilson's at training camp with the Rangers. What if there was a guy that was throwing like 115 and batting 600 doing that, <laughs> but it was like yeah, my full-time job's over here. Like this dude does not play the end. And he's it just reminds you. Football. It just reminds you of that kid that we all played sports where, like, he either hit puberty first or was just way more athletic than the other kids. And he'd oh, be like, about, "Hey, what are you all talking about?" You talking about Kobe Jones? Kobe Jones and Glenn Adams, yeah. D, and D, he just D, 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 D Parker, if you will. 
he just shows up and be like, oh, what are y'all playing? Like, basketball, you ever play? He's like, no, no. He just picks up the ball and just shoots a three and goes in. Like, that just seems like Micah. He just, it's just innate ability. He's, he's. I do, he, I do I feel like Micah meme, was part um, of some, like, fourth grade dynasty team, like, that ran roughshod over, you know, wherever he's from for, like, he reminds five years. Me, he reminds me of Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. Like, that yeah. scene where he's just like, look, do you know how fucking easy this is for me? Do you know how fucking easy? I'm sorry that this is hard for you. I really uh, am. Like, that just seems, he just seems so innately better than than everybody, man. Um, and yeah, he was, I mean, he, even, he, he only had two sacks. He probably forced two of the other ones. Like, how many points say did he, they give he, up without he, Micah Parsons? He opens up Dorrance got a pair of sacks. When Leighton Vander Esch is getting QB hits, there is disruption. That occurring. was purely okay. for Micah putting L yeah. like on the ground. It's a coverage sack, dude. And Micah Parsons is an equal opportunity murderer, dude. He was going left tackle, murdered, right tackle, murdered, just like switching sides. I, will, I was watching the Baldy breakdown on the whole thing, and it's it's absurd. It really is absurd. Like he's it's not fair to have Micah Parsons. Now I just hope we don't waste having like legitimately the best defender in football. Because he's, he's that good. He's like Demarcus Ware was clearly the best cowboy on our defense for a decade. And like I'm not like he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He may already be, but uh Yeah, Ware is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, okay, I thought so. I thought he got in. Micah <laughs> Micah's better. Like he just is yeah. better at football. It's yes. so crazy. <laughs> Like if Micah they together, the you're talking about Demarcus Ware, like, who was one of the fastest ever to 100 sacks, and Micah Parsons would be the better player on the field. That's Micah Parsons has um, the potential to be like a like an LT type player, where they change, it changes how football is played, like how defensive like players are evaluated, what they look for in defensive talent. Like there wasn't really this like incredible premium put on pass rush until LT joined football and they're like oh you can actually just destroy a football team by having one guy that is that good and Micah's gonna be that guy now because that we've had 20 years of football designed around stopping premium dms and now it's gonna be this guy Micah who can just rush from anywhere and fuck you up and I love that you know one thing I did like about I used to see McCarthy's defenses in Green Bay they had a package called the Psycho Package that was like five standing linebackers in DNs all standing up, and then they blitz like that. And I saw us do that on Sunday, and it's hard to stop because you don't know who's going to drop, who's going to go, like because you don't. Yeah, know, I think you know, Rex Ryan was, Rex Ryan used to be really big on that too. It's, it is it is fun to watch. So, yeah, man, the Cowboys for a second straight week. You know, the Cowboys defense holds an opponent to a, a pretty insignificant number of points, and this time around. The offense came with enough of a game plan to uh to get the job done. We said nice. we said for them to have any chance to win, they basically were going to have to have that defense play the way they did, and they they showed out. I mean, uh, I mean, we already talked about Micah. I don't know how many points they would give up a game without him. I know he sacks at maybe five. Like they may have given up thirty five without Micah Parsons, especially against the Bucks. The Bucks would have probably put up oh, yeah. touchdowns. If it wasn't for Micah, my heart damn near stopped. Micah, that moment when Micah like touched his ankle, did you see that during the game? And it like, I did not, no. little, there was like a split second in the third or fourth quarter where like Micah got up, he like messed with his ankle a little bit, and then like ho- like hopped around on it for a second. And Tony Romo was like, Cowboys Nation is holding its breath. And then Micah blitzed the next play and like fucked up the running back. So I was like, okay, he's fine. But 
I was like, oh my god, dude, that just be our luck, dude. Like Roma was giving us a lot of good love. I love having Romo on the, the call. Yeah, the haters were mad, dude. <laughs> the wait. haters were big mad at Homer hey, for Homer Romo. Speaking defense, um, can we also shout out Mr. Trayvon Diggs, a boy who took a lot of shit, man. That was Oh yeah. That was a hell of a game, man. Like it wasn't Micah level, but dude, he he was going against Jamar Chase, who in my opinion will, if not for Justin Jefferson, probably the best receiver in football. Um, yeah. I mean, freaky good. He got the better of uh Trayvon when they were in college, which is people love to point that out. I was like, that was like four years ago. But um that said, I mean, dude, he he held him to only a few catches. Now, he was on T. Higgins a little bit, too, and T. Higgins had a few, but I thought he had a great game, and he made probably the play of the game on that tackle oh, yeah. on third that's, down. That's well, I kept saying down was huge. Diggs was going to bail us out. I kept saying that was going to happen. Did. I, I, mean, I was thinking an interception, but that was – I wish, I wish Fowler to one. He got real close I, to one. I was going to say, and Fowler, if Fowler didn't tip that ball, I think Diggs gets that one. Like, And obviously, you know, you, you can't have your D-end not tip the ball if they have a chance to, but – there was one where Fowler batted it down, and man, I think Diggs would have come away with one. But hey, results are results. And you know, Jamar was talking a little spicy before the game. Uh, I don't know if you boys yep. saw that uh, oh, yeah. sound clip making the waves. So for those who didn't, uh, I don't have it pulled up exactly, but Jamar Chase, uh, paraphrasing, basically said like, "Hey, man, when he's on, he's on, but when he's off, he's off. His technique gets a little sloppy, or something like that." Uh, he's hit and he, miss, effectively. Yeah, his, he's hit and miss. Like his his technique's not always. He's not a great technique guy or something. And they asked, uh, Diggs underplayed it during the week, and they asked him after the game about it. And he goes, "I don't know." He goes, "I thought our technique was pretty good today. How about y'all?" And he just smirked. And I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, yeah. Two catches for eighteen yards. Not elite, Jamar. Dude, I I keep going back, and I know he's given up a lot of yards, and I know, but. At the same time, that's token, only like, a stat for Trayvon Diggs, dude. I, know, I refuse. But... I refuse to allow this. No one can tell me how many yards any other corner in the history of football has <laughs> given up in a year. That was not a stat until last year. Xavier Howard gave up a shitload of yards when he had ten picks. That's what getting. That's what how you get ten picks is you you take risks. Like, oh, dude, so frustrating. Whatever. I agree, and I don't want to breathe too much life into it. My point was like, look, he went against Justin Jefferson last year. When he went against the Vikings. Justin Jefferson had his quietest game of the year. Scary McLaurin got blanked both times. He played the Cowboys. And now Jamar Chase had probably one of his quieter games. I think five catches for 56 yards or something. Yep. So like, I, and I know Diggs isn't just shadowing these guys either. So we should probably give a little bit of props to Dan Quinn's scheme and Anthony Brown. But that said, I mean, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of proof in the pudding when it comes to Trayvon Diggs at this point. He's a very good corner that 31 other teams would be happy to have on their roster. And you may not say he may not be the first team all pro that people put him that pissed people off last year. But there's no way you can make a list of the top 10 guys. And by the way, like I had Falcons fans coming at me about A.J. Terrell. A.J. Terrell got smoked by Michael Thomas, who had been out of football for two weeks in week one. So um yeah. my point is like anyway i just wanted to give Diggs some props you know he's a, uh, of course one of my fan favorites but uh i thought he had a really good game and he made the the, the stop on third down micah even said he uh, had to do a double take when he looked over and saw his number seven who made the tackle which probably speaks <laughs> to a little bit Diggs is a uh, 
people have. He's making now, business decisions. He's been making a few business decisions, but they don't they don't pay. You know, like Dion said, you know, they pay me to cover. You know, they don't pay me to tackle. They pay me to tackle, yeah. Like, nah, man. I mean, you saw what happened to Willie Beeman, dude. He was out there playing corner because the coach said he had fast feet. Ended up fucking up his shoulder, dude. So like, yeah, fuck that, man. So. Ugh, but they do that. Also, uh, a, quite a nice showing from Mr. Tony Pollard, I thought. The nice uh, 41-yard reception that should have been a touchdown. He ends up getting to run it in from the one. But another explosive play to go on his highlight reel of long explosive plays. Um, the run game was nice and complimentary. I thought the, the O-line, for you know, it's been much maligned, but I thought they did a pretty damn good job, honestly. They gave uh, Cooper Rush time. They made some holes for the run game to be effective enough. I mean, it's not you're not going to go beat any elite teams with what they did on Sunday, but they did get the job done. I got to give them that, especially with their work in progress. Yeah, um, also felt like a um, redemption game in sorts for Kellen Moore. As much as I killed him last week, I think we all two or three did. Uh, yes. We, we, do need to, we do need to maybe a uh, bit of a mea culpa, maybe a little bit of apology there and say, you know, I it's just one game, so. but he scripted two good drives. I'll give him that. I mean, he that's his job. So. Played it early. <laughs> it was nice and simple play calling a lot of times. Yes. That we had here. That that was the best part. And yeah, he got all like the was... ball. We had Turpin get some snaps. We actually found a way to get CeeDee Lamb the ball. Like, you know, but. I'm just it saying. Wasn't like I'm not... It was just last game. Like, we've had a long running situation with Kellen Moore. Just one game Every, where he seems to also, back off a little bit. Just, just, giving credit, just giving credit where credit is due is all. I, I fully expect to be on the week next – be on the pod next week criticizing him again. I'm just saying he, not, he I'm a, he's going to say, oh, like, well, actually, we're capable of doing things. Let's bring out the big guns again. I had to take them away because <laughs> I didn't think you guys are good enough for it. All right, let's go. Quadruple reverse. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it's – it is interesting because I, I, you know, I'm not against the fun stuff. You know, when when Kellen draws up cool plays, I enjoy the cool plays. I just don't want him to get too cute and get away from the fundamentals of what works. And not in the first it's, quarter, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, like that shit is well. It's it's enabled by the reason those plays work is because you've been gashing them with like basic fundamental offense. You have to be strong in those areas. Um, I did like that he let. Cooper Rush throw downfield a little bit more than when we saw mm-hmm. in in week one, so that was nice. Um, now that now what's weird about this is that like we came out of week one being like the season is lost for a five win team. Now I'm like, I mean, this is classic us and classic me, but I'm like, damn dude, there's some pretty winnable games on this schedule with this defense. I mean, New York and Washington are total garbage. The Rams beat the Falcons by three points. They're mortal. I think can this team so. survive with a winning record until Dak Prescott returns? Ah. Winning records a lot. I think they can keep their head above water for his return, and we'll see. The Eagles are currently playing as we record this. They're up seven nothing on many. That would suck if they win that, but. I'm I'm really not worried about New York. I think that's the most fugazi two and no start. And I love the Panthers from last year. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I don't think they're even yeah go three and zero, but yeah, no, I, I don't. They're in they rebuilding. Just, they, the only thing it shows me is they might actually have a good head coach for the I was first time the in their last that's like the only six thing. head coach. Yeah, which is a little. And they're scary. all excited, but no. 
Uh, do you guys think that we should? Because uh, we still don't know when Dak's coming back. I mean, Jerry Jones says it could be any day. Uh, probably. You know, another I thought he was selling wolf tickets. I thought he was selling wolf tickets, but I think I've heard other people say that he may be on the shorter end of that timeline. I guess it'll all depend on how he can grip a ball. Like I, I was planning six more to games? eight. I don't right. think it'll be four, but it might be five. It might be the six. Do you think I mean, we people trade were talking about originally? They were t- no. Super rush. What quarterback can you get? Skylar Thompson. Who is that? Uh, Who? He is the third string uh, Miami Dolphins quarterback who threw Holy in the preseason shit. this year. For let me look up his stats: four hundred and fifty yards with five touchdowns, no interceptions, seventy-five percent completion, one hundred thirty-eight point four QBR. I want you to look up Cooper Rush's preseason stats the, his rookie year. <laughs> they were really good. <laughs> I had never I'll, heard. I'll spoil I, it for you. I had he never was, heard he of was this guy. damn near as good as Dak. <laughs> like Dak and him were both slinging it as as rookies. Hey, before and, before Andy gets on here and uh, slanders Cooper Crush, aka the Rush Hour, I just got to say. Uh, that was a good game, man. That was a good he game did, for the back. He did fine. He did enough. Uh, the people that are out here seriously asking if he should be QB1 are fucking high, but that's fine. I'm glad he played well. I want him to win. So He could just as easily but, be 0-2 than 2-0. He got away with a couple non-pick no, balls like that could have like been. Straight up should be picks. Not even almost picks. Like, should be picks. That those defenders are going to have to review and film for the next year. But hey, I'm going hey, to catch him. Only took one sack. I think, uh, you know, he got rid of the ball quickly. Wasn't always the best read, but I, I was. He threw some dimes, dude. Impressed. He threw some dimes. He, that he that pass to Noah Brown was pretty. For the touchdown, was nice. He threw a CD did, that was nice. Ha, did you guys think we had a chance after they scored and tied it up with seventeen seventeen up? Did you think we had any chance at that point? <sighs> I mean, kind of, because, I mean, they they were pretty shitty. Like, the Bengals yeah. are just not an impressive football team right now. How about that final and, drive? Did you have any faith that he was going to get us in field position? Because that was a nice couple throws. He made a – Romo pointed out that first throw he threw to Noah Brown over, like, two levels of defense. Yeah, was yeah that was that was the once, – once he threw that once he threw that throw, I was like, damn, dude, they might damn near score a touchdown here. Had and they had Amari Cooper. Right after that for know. 11 yards, yeah. If we had Mari Cooper, he might have repeated Minnesota. Yeah, Mari Cooper just lost to the Jets, so he can get. Yeah, but he faded. scored a touchdown, baby. I know, I know. Trust me, Cowboys Twitter is like very on edge anytime Randy Gregory or Mari Cooper breathe a halfway decent play onto the. Onto well, the you know what, I, Randy can fucking kick rocks, but I hope I, I want all the success possible from Mari. I hope he balls because like Cleveland will never care. do anything. I, and, I just, I he is what he is. Like he's, he's. We shouldn't have got rid of him for what we got rid of him for. That's plain as day. But other than that, I mean, I just don't. It is what he was a mercenary when he came in, right? He wasn't a homegrown guy to me, so it, it just was what it was. And the whole uh, COVID shit last year honestly rubbed me the wrong way. He fucked himself out of three games for us. So I like Amari, man. That's saying saying what I felt. Rush's uh, preseason stats, by the way, or for anything actually, I don't see anything that's actually recording it. 
Let me see if I can find but, the. Uh, <laughs> going back, dude, isn't it weird? Isn't it weird they put him on like the practice squad and elevated him? Like, couldn't yeah, someone but, in theory steal him off the squad? I don't know how that works. I know that this year they, they did that to save room for the injured guys. So Dallas, Dallas would have to have had a chance to match because I don't know why if you're not another team, you wouldn't just fuck Dallas over and just grab him for that week. I'm going to say I know that the Skyler Thompson guy just mentioned he was signed so because the Dolphins were worried someone would do that to him. Now I just want to repeat that clearly no one of you know who he is, but I don't think he's a good quarterback, not a starting quarterback, but do you really think that our best chance is Cooper Rush? For this, the rest for four or five more games. I mean, I just don't think writing the season off. I don't think think you can bring someone in. And the one thing about Cooper Rush is he has the system down. He knows these guys, and I think there is something to Noah Brown's success being tied to the fact that, like, that's the guy he throws to every day. Right when the twos are out, he's part of the twos. When the he always runs out. So I think he does have chemistry with at least that connection. He knows the system, and you know it doesn't seem. Like the 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 spotlight's too much for him. I'm I'm not saying he's great. I just he doesn't seem to be a guy who he's limited in talent, but it doesn't seem like the mental thing where he gets back there and freaks out all the time. And well, and uh, here's the thing: know. plenty some teams right. have a good backup quarterback. No, almost no one, and I would say no one has more than one good backup quarterback. And for them to give you their backup quarterback, who's any if they're any good. They're going to ask for quite a bit. Yeah, people want to say Jimmy G last week. I told which, that to Andy. That was, that was never going to happen. No. Yeah, that was never going to happen. Like, not only would we not do that because you're you're buying a rental. Like, that player is only going to play for, like, five weeks, hopefully. Then, on top of that, like, the Niners, like, if they have – if the only reason teams have two good quarterbacks is because they're not sold on whoever started. Like, the only reason the 49ers are still paying Jimmy G is because they're not sold on Trey Lance being the guy. Like, right. Otherwise, they would have shipped him out for draft picks and shit already because quarterbacks are very valuable assets. Like, mm-hmm. you don't keep a starting caliber quarterback sitting on the bench making $15, $20 million just for funsies. So, yeah, I, I'm not sure there's anybody. I mean, now, if you, if you like, really want to go bonkers, dude, like, go sign Colin Kaepernick. Jerry would absolutely never. <laughs> Let it ride, dude. So, fuck it, dude. He's an 87 overall Madden. <laughs> I, I I would the meltdown that would happen. We would get so oh, much content on this pod. I'd love it. But oh <laughs> I would, my I would, god, I would, the drop, I would inject that shit straight into my <laughs> veins. <laughs> uh, that'd be so great. That'd be so great. But no, I mean, don't get me wrong. Cooper Rush. Would you want to bring good. someone in for real, Zach? I think that long term. Sorry, I muted myself for a second. I think long term we need to start having a DAC insurance policy. Not for the him being bad and we need to bench him, but for him being injured three sure, seasons sure, in yeah. a row. Right. The QB. Are, you finding think... that, are you finding that this year? This year, I mean, if we get him super That's... cheap, I'd be happy with him bringing in the third person. I I would bring the idea up. I don't think the Dolphins would trade him. They seem to think that he has a good chance to be their number two. They probably wouldn't trade him for anything cheap. I don't think we should actually pay yeah, shit I for mean, him. But... It's kind of what Andy and me are saying. I mean, you either have a really good guy, you have a veteran placeholder, or you have a guy drafted in the last three rounds or last three years that was a first rounder that you're going grooming. 
Other yeah, than that, there's not love. there's not a lot of guys growing on trees. It was but, the same thing when people got pissed about left tackle injuries and like, why didn't they bring in a left tackle? I was like, dude, because they don't. <laughs> there's not that many good ones. Like yeah. there just aren't. There's a reason that quarterbacks and left tackles both get paid twenty five million dollars, and quarterbacks more like fifty. Like there are there are like twenty people on the planet that can do that job, and right. fifteen of them do it well, and six of them do it elite. So like, yeah, we should get two of them is it sounds great in theory, but you know, it's like, dude, get a better driver for this F1 car. Well, sure. Like, of course. Okay. I mean, that's, but I, I agree. I, I agree with you. I'm, more, saying, like, Cooper Rush I'm definitely down future. to draft. I mean, don't get, that's exactly what they did to get Dak, right? Like they yeah. drafted Dak Prescott in the fourth round as a backup for Romo. Cause Romo had started getting injury issues and it paid, humongous dividends and it might be time for them to have someone for deck to understudy under deck which i'm not against at all um the issue i think that they've found is that they have had pretty decent success finding talent that plays on the team in those rounds and so it's hard for them to go get you know would you rather have a backup quarterback or do you want anthony brown do you want a backup quarterback or do you want michael gallup do you want a back well, look, quarterback they, or do you they, want Dorrance Armstrong? Like these are all guys that play football for them. In the COVID year, they brought in Dalton, who was a great backup on paper. He was a they, great backup. <laughs> and they lost a bunch early. I mean, he yep. eventually figured it out, but his first four games were an absolute mess. Offensively. Well, and they had Garrett Gilbert on this team. And for some reason, he's gone now, which he should be the starting quarterback. So I did see someone say we should trade for Sam Ellinger. I sent that to Andy, which is super funny. Dude, there no matter who Texas fan for no sure. No matter who the Texas quarterback is or how bad they were in college, there will be somebody that insists they are an all pro at the NFL level. Like just like how there'll always be Aggies that are like, dude, Johnny Football didn't get a chance, dude. He would have been a beast if he'd gone. If he didn't right. go to Cleveland, man, he would have been. Oh yeah, fine. for sure. Yeah. There's always there's just like to this day, dude, there's people that are like, dude. <laughs> Tebow got run out of the league for his beliefs, bro. It's like, no, Tim Tebow got run out of the league because he couldn't throw a fucking football four yards, okay? Like, <laughs> end of story. The, the NFL is pretty soulless. If you can, the, you can commit say, the, murder and you like, can, if you you're can be a good an, enough player, you can you can still play football. The, the, I, I am dead serious that I believe the words, can, can you believe the tight spiral that pedophile can throw would come out of Jerry Jones's mouth, all right? I am 100% believe just that. just got like a $250 million guaranteed contract for like sexually – after sexually assaulting 20-something women, so – and there's to still quote, people defending to, him. To quote the great Dave, well, well, the formerly great Dave Chappelle, that's a lot of rapes. Yes. That's a lot of rapes. <laughs> 28, there's a lot of rapes. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I literally, I think you could believe in literally anything. I mean, dude, look at Kyrie Irving, who's still like, he's out here like full-on Illuminati-ing the an NBA, and they're still giving him fifty million dollar year contracts because he has a sick crossover. So, triples. Yeah, he shared a uh, zero soul. Dude. They do not care. <laughs> he shared a uh, Alex Jones video the other day, which was sick about uh, secret societies or some shit. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, some, real, some, real third, some real third eye shit. Telling the truth about the the parentheses globalists and other code words for Jewish people. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! It's, it's, it's always the reason like, they use the word Amish. Yeah, it's oh, two yeah. steps removed. It's always two steps removed from 
anyone that's yeah anyone that starts just ask two questions and you'll get to the the pro the protocols of the elders of zion instantaneously so keep up the great work alex you poisonous fuck anyway um back to the dallas cowboys so guys they beat the Bengals. they're one and one the, the division doesn't look that good to me honestly i mean maybe the eagles but how are we feeling now i mean I, last week i feel like we were ready to write the season off how how do we feel now that a little time has passed they have a win the defense has shown itself to be i mean joe burrow said this is one of the two or three best pass rushes in the nfl do you think that, that can take them to a, a playoff contention position i think they can float at 500 if they get all pro performances on the defense they're going to need more than just Micah and more than just Diggs, I believe they're going to need a little bit more from the rest of the cast. But look, the schedule, as you, you pointed out, is not – I'm I'm refusing to give any credit to Washington, who just lost to Detroit, by the way, and New York. I know New York's 2-0, and but they're so bad, man. They haven't had – they had a winning record since 2018 before they started 2-0 and this year. Like, those two teams are awful. So – I'm not saying they win both of them. I think they. I. I think it's more than likely they at least win one, though. I yeah. mean, if they lose both, then we can start talking about we're fucked. If but if they split these two, yeah, man. I mean, two and two, you probably lose to the Rams. I mean, they're not. They don't look great, but you still probably lose to them. Let me ask you this: Let's say they roll these two teams. Are you going to be conf- or Do you think they can beat the Rams? Well, then it's 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 full on the rush hour, baby. We're sitting in traffic. You can pull up your phone. You can you can put the car in park because we're in rush hour, baby. You know, start and, start making uh start making not PC Asian black jokes because it's rush hour too, baby. Let's fucking go. Yeah, put some Chris Tucker memes out there and let's 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 get this thing moving. Um, I you know it'd be it'd be wild if they start out that well, but there's the NFL is a weird weird league with really weird results every single every single week so absolutely i you and know good defense will take you far i mean I, I everyone goes back to it but like bro trent dilfer won a fucking ring the bears went to a super bowl with fucking basically their whole offense was devin hopefully devin hester runs you, a punt back and interception returns and if you watch i mean the giants and washington are both giving up a ton of pressure especially washington i mean yeah. detroit was sitting in wince's lap all game so you know, they don't need a whole lot. They just need to figure out if they can get a couple big splash plays, right, from CD, Pollard, Turpin. Is Gallup back this week? Um, that's a great question. I saw he will maybe make his debut but be on a pitch count this week. If not, it'll right. be the week after. Fuck it, man. I'm down. Shall we do predictions for this upcoming matchup? Well, I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear what Z Z Love said. What do you think? Our chances I, next month. This month, I mean, I think. What's our? We have four. I mean, our I next four over, games. Overall. What's our over under on on wins losses? If if I put it at one point five for our next four games. Let me think for a second because I have to remind myself exactly who we play again. Then I'll give Andy if if I put the over under at one point five for our next four games, one point five wins. Are we hitting the over? Yes. We're going to we're going at least two and two, baby. I think so. I mean, dude, I think Washington and New York do, are very winnable. The division. Yeah, I mean, Washington. I don't think we're beating the Lions. New York are very winnable. I, 
I'm not sold on the Lions being a good football team, dude. They beat the Giants. Cool. Like, I mean, they, their offense is looking pretty good. Their offense does look pretty good, but still Jared Goff. And he's he's statistically, you can go back and find, like, under pressure, statistically the one of the very worst quarterbacks in the league. If you can get pressure on that guy, he will turn it over. If you let him sit back and pass, sure. And their offensive line is jumping rapidly up list as far as best offensive lines in football. But nice school. Yeah, your boy. Um, and they got a couple others, and then you know DeAndre Swift's a stud. I mean, they have a good offense, but it's still Jared Goff led offense. Which also, yeah, I'm willing to say much about. You know what? If I'd be more concerned if they had like some elite defense, because I trust our defense to go shut down teams. I don't trust our offense right now to go score points. I trust our defense to hold just about anybody to under 25. So yeah. can our offense score 23, 27 points against the Lions? I think so. If Carson Wentz can. I agree. I I think there's a very good Actually, chance the Lions that they... Game, my bad. I misread that. So we play Could Giants, we play, Commanders, Rams, we, and Eagles. Eagles, yeah. Our next four. Three division games. You know e- what? Eagles will be interesting because they're going to really want that one. Um, I don't want to get way out in front, but I really want to see that Hertz versus Hertz versus Micah because Hertz can Micah move his legs a lunch, lot. Dude. Micah I, ate his lunch that first time around. That's what I mean. And, you know, mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs, I think, in three career games has three picks against – the Eagles, so yeah, you know, I that'll be interesting, and I, and they've gotten better. Don't get me wrong, AJ Brown's a, a, a thoroughbred, and I think Devonta Smith will eventually be a pretty good wide receiver too. But anyway, I I don't know. So what'd you say over or under Zach? Our next four games, how many are we winning right now? One. Ooh, so one and three, Andy. Put me down for two and two. I'm going two and two as well. I think they win the. I think they win the next two. Yeah, I think they. I, think they I have lose. no faith in New York, and I have no. It's Monday Night Football, so we'll see. Yeah. It's in the Meadowlands. Honestly, but, if they put up a good fight against LA and the in the Eagles and keep those games close, then I'll feel great going forward because I'll be able to sell myself on you know. Hey, if they do this with Cooper Rush, imagine what we'll do once Dak's back. Well, and we just can't let anyone get too far out in front. Right, we just can't yep. have the mm-hmm. Eagles be five and zero, and even if they are, there's a, a wild card. But yeah, you'd like to be in the division hunt. Come, I guess that would be November, because you know you're probably going to grind in October. But by November, you want to be at worst like a game back. Yeah, I mean, that's probably about the time Dak's coming back. So six games or so. I mean, that'd be the Bears or the Packers. I think go two and four back. in that stretch, right? Well, I guess because then they'd be two and five. Eh, that'd be tough. They they kind of need to win three games. They need to be, let's say he comes back game eight. They need to be at least three and four, I think, for me to feel realistic about them having a chance. Two and five just feels like a long way from 500. So, But three and four, I feel good. If they can get to three and four, if they can survive this next month against pretty scorable and easy competition, to be honest, um, you know, I I, like I don't it. know. I, I like think, it, dude. I think they got a I mean, chance. I so love you want... that. Yeah, I don't. I don't well, know. Let's I mean, do this think... preview then. So we got Giants on Monday Night Football coming up. Yep. Giants are two and zero. They uh, they beat shockingly beat the Titans, who are getting 
drummed right now by Buffalo, but Buffalo's really good. And they beat a really bad Panthers team. And Saquon Barkley did his now annual tradition of like week one, huge game. Saquon's back. He's finally Saquon again. Oh, wait. Just kidding. Bum. Uh, yeah, he went off week one, and then he had 21 carries for 70 yards in the game that they just won against the Panthers, who, by the way, got completely ran over by Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who both had, like, six yards a pop. So, Saquon Truthers will never cease to amaze me. But I, I am not. Honestly, like, this just sounds like we're just beating a dead horse every year when we do the Giants preview, but, like, they just have nothing I'm scared of. Like, the Giants haven't had a playmaker since, like, OBJ or, like... They're so desperate for Kadarius Toney to be their answer because that dude, they one want game that he had to be a thing so badly, dude. They want Kadarius Toney to be a thing. They want fetch to happen so he bad. Two catches for zero yards this last week, by the way. Yeah, dude, that guy... No, no. catches so, uh, He is a bum. He rushes. Yeah. Like they they, they want so desperately field, to go back like to like Erling the Shepherd and Kenny Galladay and he can't get on the field. Like they're throwing yeah. to I don't even know who their their other third or fourth is, but dude, it is it's rough in New York right now, man. I mean and, the and Dimes, there. That's why Saquon keeps getting so many touches is they legitimately do not have any other play than please God break a big one. Hey and uh Zach, you know. For uh, as to your like, hey, we should you know go out and give premium draft capital for a quarterback. Talk to the Giants. And, talk 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 to the Giants in Washington about their like. Should we take Danny Dimes or Dwayne Haskins? Which one of these guys is going to be the future? Well, it turns out they both ass. Although I'll give Danny Dimes is still in the league, so I guess yeah. he was the better choice. But man, what? he's real bad. Wasn't he the he's backup still bad. for the? Washington last year, Dwayne Haskins, or no? He's dead. Oh shit! I totally forgot yeah, about was, that. Yeah, died. he is. He is dead. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, yeah. Well, I guess they really didn't make this a best choice then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's. You know, I haven't done any advanced uh, metrics on who's a better quarterback, Danny Dimes or a corpse. It's probably close, but Danny Dimes might have the edge just based on mobility. <laughs> You know, they have pretty equal pocket presence, but PFF still might will have, have to crunch it. the numbers on that for me. I'm sure they have an opinion. So I see that we're the underdogs. I know. I was. So we are. The line has been posted. It opened as we were four point underdogs. I think it's moved to two and a half. That's what I saw last I looked. Two and a half. We well, the are, are two the and, They're two and zero. Oh. We're we're one and one. We have Cooper Rush. We have Cooper Rush, and look, the offense still wasn't great. They basically did nothing in the second half. The defense no, they, was on the field all game. Although one, I will say they had one nice scripted drive, and then Tony Pollard broke a big one, and that was the entirety was of the offense. It. But I will say the, the problem with that a little bit was they got completely out possessed. I mean, they had yeah, they only oh, yeah. ran like until the final drive. I think they had only ran nine plays in the second half or something bonkers, yeah. because I remember Tony saying during that touchdown drive the Bengals had that uh they had run more plays in that drive than we had all half it was a long it was like 18 play drive but we didn't have the ball to be fair um 
Also, Andy, I'm surprised you didn't go off. Uh, those roughing penalties against uh, Joe Burrow, little ticky-tacky. I was not a fan. I was not a fan. The Anthony Barr one specifically, I was like, that is just so just soft, dude. Just soft. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like a boomer, you know? Football's so soft now. But, like, come on, man. Like, that dude's gonna he, he's allowed to he's gonna slide like an extra three yards. This dude bumps He's at him. the first down marker. Like, yeah, like, like you're, you're stopping him from getting all you're all you're doing is stopping the motion, dude. And it's not like that was gonna injure him. And then they tried to get LVE for targeting. Now, luckily they picked that flag up. Oh yeah, that was I was uh, just like, yeah. Good lord, dude. Come on, man. So hey, they two um, of those targets. We got two of those uh roughing calls, which is pretty whack. Um, but they, they cleaned up the that. penalties, man. They they oh, really was, did yeah. after week one. They played disciplined football, which I appreciated. Um, you needed to in a game that close. A couple of those could have been the difference. So can I can I share Finally a stat for you boys? Oh, sure. I know we I know we've been really down on McCarthy at times. Um, I did last pod point out that he has been okay giving when the back's been against the wall as far as. We don't have a starter quarterback, or we lose Tyron. He makes better adjustments than than Garrett. And I found a stat that's interesting: Mike McCarthy in Dallas Cowboy games without Dak Prescott starting, six and seven. Jason Garrett in Dallas Cowboy games without Tony Romo or Dak Prescott starting, one and thirteen. Oh, I believe it. Ooh. I fully believe that. So I give him a little bit of credit yeah, there. I, I would I would love to know Jason's record with like missing one starter. I would be willing to bet he was like two and thirty-eight. Yeah, I mean, I'm Whoa, dude, the long credit, snappers out. Like, we're done. I'm giving, I'm giving you know McCarthy credit, but I do realize it's comparing against Jason Garrett. That's being like me running a race against like a. <laughs> a Someone kid, posted like, a. Yeah. Uh, so did you see? Did you see that Herm Edwards got fired on the field on Saturday? For Arizona State, oof! I saw he got fired. They did lose. They were a three touchdown favorite and lost, which is pretty on the on the field. The president of the university walked up to him and like a camera and a mic caught it, like them coming up to him and being like, "Hey man, this just isn't going to work out." And like the I clicked on it on Instagram and the first comment was, "Man, I wish Jerry Jones had the balls." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, no kidding, man." <laughs> Just walking up, just on the field after the game, being like, "Hey, Mike, you know me and Jeannie love you. We were having Whataburger the other night, and I was saying, you know what, Mike, you know he's a good guy, and you know we love Whataburger, but you gotta go. You gotta get out of the program and out of the stadium." God, Jerry's just fire in the middle of a game. They just take his headset and put it on. Fire he's him. Just, he's the also one cut, one also so cut Cooper you know Rush and put on a helmet. So yeah. Oh my God, dude. No, he put out a he put out what is it, John Day, the the, the kid in Arkansas, his grandson. Who's that? Oh, John, John Steven. That you kid will take John, that, John Steven. That kid will a hundred percent hundred percent take a snap in oh, Dallas at some point. I would I would bet my soul that John Steven Jones <laughs> is on a practice like squad, practice squad QB. Oh yeah, for fucking sure. He's like five foot nine and he somehow got a scholarship to play football at Arkansas. I was like, okay, <laughs> like what, what dorm does he live in? The Does he live in Jones Hall, dude? Like fucking, we think we know what's going on here. So, uh, but hey, John Steven, JS, <laughs> Jeannie loves him. But so yes, the Giants, do we have predictions for oh, this? The G-Men. 
Yeah, so like I said, they have nothing on offense. I think the over-under on this game, I looked at as 39 and a half already. That is such a low. They're basically predicting this to be a 2017 Lions win. It's basically what they're saying. 2018, I guess. I think that's I'm pretty say... likely. <laughs> not not the I'm win, going, but probably like not the wrong. score line. I don't yeah. think anyone, I'm no not one's scoring 30. On no one I'm is going, scoring 30, that's for sure. I'm going 17-13 Cowboys. With a pick six by Mr. Diggs. Hey, by the way, uh, our uh, our good uh, our favorite player, uh, Mr. Des Bryant, did put 10K on Dallas straight up. I saw last that. Week, which That's is tight. I love Des so much. Right, I'm I love just rocking like man. the rocking like the crazy color rush Zeke jersey with a big X diamond chain and a cowboy hat, just being like walking around the stadium like he owns talking it. Talking to Jerry. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. So um, I'm going to predict a win too. I I was going to regardless of what happened in that Bengals game. Say we're going to win. I thought we the Bengals game just had too much. The variance was too high. I either thought we were going to play a gritty one and lose win a squeaker like we did or get completely blown out. Like I knew, I don't know, there's too many range of options, but this one, I just can't see us. It's either going to be close loss or we're comfy win for, I just don't have any respect for the giants. I may eat those words. The giants have to show me, the giants have to show me they're anything but a complete garbage franchise for the first time in like five years before I'll believe they can beat the Cowboys just on pure, unadulterated talent. I mean, they don't have a Dalton Schultz on their team, okay? Who's going hey, to fumble them. the ball in the fourth quarter? All right? I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, this is, is good for Schultz. This is our last games against the Giants. I'm going to go back to Dak's rookie year. He lost both times, 19-20, to 20, the 7-10 to yep. 10 game, which was probably his ugliest. Since then, since 2000. In 16, or yeah, so 2017, we won 19 to 3, 30 to 10, 20 to 13, 36 to 35 in the game deck. That was an awesome game. That was the Cole Beasley toe tap yeah. touchdown. Oh, that's right. 35 17, 37 18, 37 34 in a game where Dak broke his ankle. Then we lost finally 19 to 23, I think a Dalton game. And then we won 44 to 20 and 21 to 6 last year. So we have won, what is that, nine of the last ten? Yep. Yeah, nine of the last ten. And I don't know. I just I think we have this team's number. I think we're in their head. Danny Dimes has legit only beat us that really, really shitty game um, where, I'm, like I said, I'm not even sure who we had starting, to be honest. Um <laughs> If you oh, were offered, if you were offered a trade, so. if you were offered the trade, Danny Dimes for Cooper Rush, straight up, would you take it? I mean, he's probably better than Crush. So yeah, but I don't know, man. He brings but a lot Dimes, of negative mojo. In my I mean, opinion. he has a much much worse win percentage than he most. seems like a dork. You know <laughs> Actually, what I mean? That is fair. That is fair. He, he and, like a, and dude, what am I saying? Like what am I saying? He seems like he panics during the rush hour where That's Cooper Rush saying, arrives. Dude. Dude, when 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 speeds get up to like NASCAR offense levels, which <laughs> Cooper Rush only knows two speeds. When, when right? you're in the parking fast lot looking and when, faster. When you're when you're looking for that spot in the parking lot, and there's cars everywhere right after a concert, you're you're trying to find a way out, and you got to drive a little aggressive. 
that's where Cooper Rush thrives. Danny Dimes, he panics. You know, he asks for the passenger to come. Drive. He freezes up, dude. It's too he much. He Freezes up. He just he's you know, and so you're right. I, I think I would take Cooper Rush, and I will take Cooper Rush this Monday night. I'm gonna say Cowboys win twenty three. No twenty. Yeah, twenty three with the miss. Greg the leg extra point. Which by the way, shout out Greg the leg. Um, big game winner. Twenty three to thirteen. I like it. Zach, okay. who you got? I've got the Cowboys. I'm going 17-12 Cowboys. 17-12. So uh, is that like a touchdown, an extra point, or a touchdown, a field goal, and a safety? Wait, what the One second. I mean, uh, so I had them. No, get two touchdowns. Field goal, four four uh, field goals? Two touchdowns and then a field goal. A touchdown, a touchdown field goal, and a and a safety were crushed as something just wild. The boys out there, wild. Oh, yeah. yeah, I love it. So. I love it. I love it. All right, fuck yeah, dude. Should we do a star love goat? We should. We should. Mm-hmm. For reminders for our listeners who we absolutely love, this is basically our player of the game portion. Star love goat. I am the walk star. Andy is the goat. Zachary Love is. We'll give his love. So uh, we'll start with you, Mr. Zachary Love. Who is your love of the game? Micah Parsons. Back-to-back weeks for Micah Parsons for Mr. Love. You want to expand on that for the fans, or just it speaks for itself? I don't need to. You all know. You really don't. You really don't. It does speak for itself. It does speak for itself. All right, Mr. Anthony Gotelli. You and AJ, (sighs) who is your goat of the game? And who is baby goat goat of the game? Baby goat and adult goat are of one mind. We are choosing Mr. Noah Brown, who I never <laughs> thought would get goat of the game. Can you? Could you? If I told you three years ago that Noah Brown was going to get goat of the game, would you have ever believed it? Probably not. But Noah only Brown as a bit. Only as a bit. Off. Noah Brown went out there. He let me tell you something. Noah Brown got five targets. All right. You know what he did with those five targets? Five motherfucking catches. All right. For ninety-one yards and a touchdown. That's a damn good day. That is a damn good day. And he got his first career touchdown. I'm stoked for the kid. I hope he does it again <laughs> against the Giants. So, yeah, man. Uh, awesome day for Noah Brown. Probably, he probably had entire years of his career where he didn't have five catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. So, fuck yeah. Noah Brown, go to the game. I love that. You know, uh, the walk star star of the game will be none other than the rush hour himself, Cooper Crush. He's gotten uh, uh he's gotten he's gotten uh, an award every time he started so far, huh? Yeah. That's two starts, sec- he's been a hero. Like he's been yeah, you're right. He's been the two times now he has been the walk star star of the game. He's a perfect two and oh. Uh what can, what can I say? You know, I just the kids got it, you know, ninety five point five QB rating. Not bad. One TD, no picks. Only took one sack. Game-winning drive where he threw a couple dimes. I like clean sheets, dude, and he doesn't turn the ball over, which I like. So keep that up. Play it safe. Manage the game. Drive the bus. He actually, in his career, knock on wood, and he hasn't only thrown a handful of passes, but he only has one interception thrown, which 
is remarkable considering how, like I said, he's the rush hour. He throws it in traffic every now and then. He always finds a way out. But Rom Romo did call him a Romo did call him a gunslinger, much to like the chagrin of like every other fan in the nation who was like, "God, Romo, get off this guy's dick." Um, I was watching uh this morning. Dude, I just were you watching the Dude Perfect uh, commentary? <laughs> no, we 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 need to spend a whole separate pod reviewing the Dude Perfect commentary, but. Pickle bath. <laughs> Demarcus, what's the craziest city you've ever lived in? Dallas or Denver? What's wow. the worst thing to put on a pizza? Anchovies <laughs> or raisins? <laughs> Those don't go on pizza. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I'm almost so thrown off from the Dude Perfect boys now. You were I, watching something? Oh yes, I was watching. Uh. I had ESPN on this morning. I was just watching the you know, highlights and stuff. And of course, first take eventually came on, had in the background, Michael Irvin's on every Monday. Great. I mean, I just don't know how much copious amounts of cocaine he must sniff before each segment. <laughs> he is so wired for how but early his, in the morning. Dude, his, his, his dealer wakes up every Monday morning just like, fuck yeah, dude, about to make some money. <laughs> dude, he, he was so wired, but they did. The biggest playmaker of the NFL, and they all like this week, and they all ranked like their top five. Like Tyreek and Tua, I think were number one for Stephen A. And of course, he Michael puts them as number two, and he puts Cooper Rush, the number one playmaker in the NFL this week. <laughs> dude, I love it. I love it. Dude. It was the Michael greatest segment I've ever seen in my life. The most diehard loyal human being on the planet. Like that tweet you sent the other day, where it's like this journalist being like. The first time I ever met Michael Irvin, I told him that I went to Miami, and he said, then we're family. And I was like, what? And he said, we are family. And it gave me a huge hug, and he's been like that and ever made, since I've known and him. It made a stranger take a picture of us throwing up the U together. <laughs> yeah, so, so tight, dude. He's just like everyone's friend. It's so great. I love it. Um, but yeah, it was great. So me and the playmaker on the same page, we uh, – you know, if, if you get the playmaker stamp of approval, you must be pretty good. So, uh, Cooper Rush, keep doing your thing, and uh, let's see if a, a good battle of Danny Dimes versus Cooper Rush coming up. Dude, what a what a clash of the titans, bro. Clash of two guys that should be working at Enterprise Rent-A-Car right now this then, Monday night. And then you have the most gifted running back on the planet. Tony Pollard? <laughs> I was going to make a Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley joke, but yes, you beat me to it. Uh, um, yeah, we'll get to see Mr. Uh, Saquon Barkley and his thighs against uh, Oh, hell yeah. Against Gosh. Zeke and uh, Pollard. The, the best running back under 25 years old in the entire sport of football, Saquon Barkley. Oh, well, boys, I'm glad that we got to come back together for a little uh, a win this week. You know, last week was pretty depressing. Yeah. Um, it must yes. be real depressing to be a Cincinnati uh, Bengals fan right now. God, dude. I went to their subreddit. It's in full meltdown. Like, uh, full-on meltdown. It was just nice to be able to have fun watching a Cowboys game. I was worried we weren't going to get that this season. Yeah, very true. The first game was well, just miserable. You, it was absolutely you, terrible. You do have I to think, that. though, it was a it was a good learning experience for uh, Joe Burrow. So we can't be too hard on him. I mean, he went out there, he couldn't get the job done in the two minute drill, and then he got to see a real technician just come out, <laughs> yeah. and just work the field, 
work the sidelines, get him in field goal range. So um, I think Joe Burrow will be better for that. After just studying just having – I was going to say, just getting Crush's tape from that game is going to do more for his career than just about anything else will. So I hope I hope Cooper Rush treated him like that, like walked up to him and was like, you're going to get better, son. Keep up the great work. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Aren't you like 26? <laughs> I will say on a uh, bets will be bets preview. I I did already bet the Bengals. They're only like a five point favorite playing somebody real shitty this week. Um, I don't know, dude. They might be in full free. Oh, it's the Jets. It's the, it's the Jets. Made the Jets meets the oh, Bengals. Well, yeah, that that's fair. That that's fair. And they're only somehow like a five point. The Browns were just a seven point favorite against the Jets this week, and somehow the Bengals are a five point favorite. They're on the road, but still. And they did lose to the Jets last year with Mike White starting, so maybe it's a trap game for me. But. Mike White, dude. There's a name I haven't thought of in quite some time. Also ex-Cowboy. White Mike, dude. From White the Mike wire. Cardinal came a long way after snitching on the, the streets. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, all the way to the league, baby. So, All right, boys. Anything else before we get out of here? Nope. I think we, we hammered it. All right. Well, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Boys Be Boys. If you'd like what you heard, please hit like, hit subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. It helps us ever so much to climb the eternal mountain that is the iTunes and Spotify podcasting charts. We'll be back next week, uh, I guess on Tuesday, since we play Monday Night Football against the Giants, uh, for a retelling of hopefully how the Dallas Cowboys and Cooper Rush extended Cooper Rush's lifetime winning streak of 100% wins. So we'll see what happens. As always, I'm Andy Gatelli. Benjamin Walker. Zachary Love. This has been Boys and Boys. Take it easy. Peace.